Welcome to Pop Your Cultural Cherry. My name is Lawin and I am your host. In this podcast, I'll be talking about my unique perspective on life and culture here in Europe, the good, the bad, the things that you would need to adjust to if you have plans of moving to Europe or you're already living here. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. I've always wanted to start blogging or maybe start a YouTube channel just to show everyone my life here in Europe. I think it's pretty interesting because it's not your typical story. Normally, you'd see a lot of these videos online or probably other podcasts that talk about cultural differences, people that compare different countries from one another. But if you really look at these videos, it's more of the Western world. So you see a lot of people from the US, maybe they move to Germany or from the US, they move to the Netherlands and they kind of talk about what's different between Germany and the US or what's different between, I don't know, Canada and the Netherlands. And what I noticed is that you don't really get a lot of different perspectives. So you kind of see the similarities. I thought it would be interesting to show Europe through my eyes. For all you guys out there, I'm actually from the Philippines. I lived practically most of my life in the Philippines. So I I grew up there. I have my families there. I did my bachelor's there. And I even worked around six years in the Philippines. So I guess coming from the Philippines makes me quite special because there aren't a lot of Filipino people in Germany. But you'll find a lot of Filipino people elsewhere in the world. For example, in the US or Australia or Canada. But yeah, this part of Europe There aren't a lot of, so that already makes my perspective a bit different. At the same time, the Philippines is, is also a developing country or previously we'd call it a third world country. You know, the typical problems that a developing country has, for example, a lot of poverty, corruption, bad infrastructure, bad public healthcare system, bad public school system or at least subpar public school system you have a lot of informal settlers pollution is a big issue and at the same time i also come from manila which is the capital of the philippines and we have like i don't know 10 million inhabitants living there you can imagine a small city that does not have the best public infrastructure and you can just imagine what traffic would be like for example in rush hour so it's pretty bad and it's very very different from the cities i've been living in in europe if you guys have ever been to to southeast asia then you kind of know how the the temperature and the people are so you get you have very warm temperature warm climate but that also means you have very very warm-hearted people who are very open very friendly So my story is, so I practically lived my entire life in the Philippines, somewhere along the way. I think I was 27 or something. When I decided to to move to Europe, actually, I decided to come here to study. And that interest of mine to, to come to Europe actually started when I met one of my closest friends now, who is actually Dutch. I met him during a volunteer program in, in Hanoi, in Vietnam. So that was back in 2010 and we both did it via this organization you guys might know of called ISEC. So we lived in Hanoi for three months. We were able to travel around Vietnam a lot, meet other people. But our main task there in our volunteer work was actually to talk about cultural diversity. Ten years after, which is now, I'm actually talking about the same thing again. So kind of went 360 and that trip to to Vietnam was actually the first time I really traveled by myself and I was 21 at that time 
And it made me realize how big the world is. The world is much larger than just Manila and the Philippines. So it got me thinking and later on that 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 interest of mine for traveling would really catch up to me. So we did that. We stayed in touch. And I think around 2016, I decided to visit him because before 2016, he also visited Asia a couple of times. So I met him. Um, we did a backpacking tour around Southeast Asia. He also lived in Davao, which is a city in the south of the Philippines. So I decided maybe it's my turn to see what his part of the world was like. Before that, I never really traveled outside of Asia. Before 2016, so I was, what, 26. The farthest I've been to was, was India. 2016, my first time in Europe. I was obviously super excited. I didn't know that many things about Europe. Um, but I'll share that in another episode. I was really astonished at how clean Europe was. At that time, I was able to visit the Netherlands, Belgium, Germany, Czech Republic, well, Prague and, and Budapest. So we went to Tsiget. That's a big music festival in Budapest. I think that trip really opened my eyes to, you know, what else is out there. Because prior to that, my, my goal was just pretty much like any other Filipino person who finished university. I mean, you get a good job, you kind of stay in that job. Maybe you hop around a bit, but you kind of find yourself in the Philippines. One big problem with the Philippines is actually that all the opportunities and jobs are concentrated in Manila. So that means also all your friends would be there. So there's not a lot of merit to leave the country, except really if you want to earn more money. But looking at on the social side of things, the social life in Manila and hanging around with your friends from, I don't know, from high school or, or college, not, nothing really beats that. So people who try to immigrate would work in, I don't know, maybe the US or Singapore or Australia. So if you have a Filipino passport, it's not that easy to look for work abroad. I mean, it is possible. Most of the time you'll find work in probably Southeast Asia or maybe in the Middle East, but you normally would need for a company to kind of sponsor your visa. I don't know. It, it's just not as simple as, as other people from other countries have it. After this trip to, to Europe, I kind of noticed that a lot of my friends are actually starting to move. Either, I don't know, they got some paperwork done to move to Canada or Australia, or maybe they're, they're pursuing a master's degree or an MBA abroad in order to later on move to that country. So I, I thought to myself, maybe I should try to think of a way to get out of the Philippines just to see more of the world, maybe live in another country or get more work experience internationally, maybe get a master's degree as well. And because I did that trip to Europe, Europe just felt like the right place for me, primarily because of, you know, this this idea of a borderless world, you know, you can easily cross over from one country to another where they speak a complete different language without any visa, without any passport checks or whatever. Also, the fact that Europe is so international, not just because of the European Union and, and the freedom of people to move around the countries, but also Europe itself has attracted people from outside of Europe. I liked summer. Summer in Europe is beautiful. And also these music festivals, the beer, different alcohol, the variety of things. And one of the things I like most about Europe is the history and how well the different governments here tried their best to preserve old landmarks and historic cities and medieval towns and just makes it, you know, full of not just history, but also culture because, you know, the cities were built around these historic centers and I just love visiting different cities. 
Yeah, I mean, I come from the Philippines, which is an island, so we don't really share any other borders with any other countries. Probably the closest country to us is in the south, in Malaysia, in Borneo. And and also, like, the, the working climate in the Philippines is very, very Filipino. So if you work for a local company, chances are, I don't know, 90% of the people you get to work with are also from the Philippines. So if you work for a local company, maybe you have some customers or some partners from other countries, but everyone else in your company is also Filipino. But here it's like, you know, you have people coming from all over the world. And, and I really like this. I liked seeing this. And so, yeah, so that's how I ended up in Europe. So I decided to kind of further my studies. So I took a master's business in, in Maastricht. So Maastricht is in the south of the Netherlands. It's a very, very old town, also like a border city. It borders the Flemish part of, of Belgium and not too far away is also the German border. Quite international student city. It's a small city, but very old architecture, but it's also well connected to you know the rest of Europe. So yeah, so I did a year of studies there. And then after I studied, I really enjoyed my time in the Netherlands. So I, I thought, oh, maybe try to find a job somewhere in the Netherlands. Maybe work there a bit, gain some more international experience, or eventually maybe even work there indefinitely towards getting like a permanent residency or, or whatever. But life had other plans for me. So while I was looking for a job, I think it wasn't so easy to look for a job simply because of language requirements. So the Netherlands, people there speak perfect English. People there obviously also speak Dutch as their mother tongue, but people there also speak tons of other languages as like third la third or fourth languages. And that's really crazy. So I'd see jobs that would require you to speak English fluently and Dutch fluently, but also like German or French. I mean, I didn't really have that big of an advantage there. I wasn't really able to find a job. Also, the, the thing about the Netherlands is it's not so big. And most of the jobs are concentrated in the north of the Netherlands. So in, in Amsterdam, Rotterdam, this area that they call the Randstad. But yeah, so as I was looking for a job, I was lucky enough that I found a job here in the city of Aachen, which is actually not so far away from Maastricht, where I studied. I got a job in Aachen, Germany as a business development manager for an IT company. I've been here for around two years now. I'm trying my best to understand and adapt to the local culture. Working on my German, it's not that good yet, but on paper, I'm I'm finishing B1, kind of intermediate. Definitely not ready to start working in full German yet. I thought it would be interesting to start a podcast simply because of my background. Besides me being Filipino, besides me coming from a developing country and me being Asian... I've also traveled quite a lot. I just checked recently how many countries I've actually visited. So I've visited around 25 countries in the world. Uh, most of the countries I've visited obviously are either in Asia or in Europe. I've also been to the US. And I've also lived in four different countries. So obviously the Philippines, my three-month stint in Vietnam, my year and a half studying and looking for a job in the Netherlands. And now I live in Germany. So I have this very international kind of perspective. And at the same time, because I don't speak German, unfortunately, 
Yet the people around me are also very, very international. Other people who don't speak German that well. I also happen to have a German girlfriend. And from what I see, that an Asian guy having a German girlfriend or a European girlfriend is not as common as the other way around. So normally you'd see more European guys with, with Asian girlfriends or wives or whatever. So that really gives me a different perspective. And at the same time, I, I've, I've been living in pretty small cities. So other people who probably, you know, YouTube or, or blog about their life and culture, they probably live in, in big cities like Amsterdam or Berlin or München. But yeah, so my perspective is really like as an immigrant, having lived in two different countries, but within the same region, both in small historic student cities, gives me a fresh set of eyes. So I thought it would be pretty interesting for me to record my experiences in this podcast format. Recently, we've seen really a boom of people making their own podcasts, and I didn't want to miss that boat. Recording a podcast would be also easy for me to kind of share my experiences with my friends, with my family. A lot of people, you know, obviously ask me, oh, how's life in Europe? What have you been doing lately? I think just by, by listening to my podcast, I get to update them as well without talking to them one by one. I think that's a pretty practical reason also for me to start. It's quite serendipitous that for our company, I actually needed to start editing podcasts. So we started producing podcasts about manufacturing and I kind of got a little bit more interested. My idea is to just talk about what I've been going through, things I see, things I experience. And obviously there's so many topics that I could talk about. For example, I can talk about biggest culture shocks here, the difference between Germany and the Netherlands, the difference between the work culture in the Philippines and in Germany, the mentality of the people, the food, traveling. If I would just talk about my experiences, I can already think of so many topics. But once I start talking to other people, then, you know, the content just exponentially grows. I think it would be interesting for a lot of people out there, especially for those of you who are quite interested, you know, to move to Europe or maybe... You're already in Europe, but you're still kind of in your own shell and you really want to get out of your comfort zone and meet people. And I'll be sharing, you know, some practical things that made me adapt better to, to my city. And one of the things I also want as a goal for my podcast is actually to also reach out maybe European people or people who have been living in Europe for a long time and they're quite interested to know about perspectives from people from, you know, the Philippines or other developing countries in the world to kind of make them feel that what they have here is, is special and that it's something that shouldn't be taken for granted. Thank you for listening, everyone. This has been my first episode. You can also find me on Facebook. I started a Facebook page called Pop Your Cultural Cherry, where I'll be posting updates about my podcast. If you guys like the music that I used for my intro and that you'll be hearing in the outro, the music is from Knights of Rizal, which is a one-man band from the Philippines, and he so happens to be my cousin. He makes excellent music, so check out his Spotify channel. The link will be on my Facebook page. So that's it for now, and hope you guys tune in for the next episode, which I'll be announcing. Uh, I plan to get a few episodes out during the Christmas that we'll all be spending at home. Thank you